Hello and welcome to episode 50 of Human Seeking Human. My name is Zandy. Hi, guy. Hi, everyone. I'm Liz. Hi, Liz. You had something to tell everybody. Oh, <laughs> thanks for the prompt. Sandy, I love your hair. Your hair is now short. Oh, thank you. That's not even what I was talking about, but I'm glad you mentioned that too. Oh, I thought you were fishing for compliments. I was just going to say that Sandy and I took a little break last week because sometimes you need to take a mental health break so you don't have a full-blown mental break. And that's where we were at. Yeah, and we managed to avoid the mental break and make it back here. You're welcome, everybody. Yes. I don't know if I avoided a mental break, but I got it out of my system instead of having a mental break. Oh, perfect. Publicly. Oh, few. Few. On <laughs> on the show. Yeah. I feel like people would love that, actually. They'd, they'd, they'd weirdly appreciate that. I, I had some I times know. where I had to just stop recording. When I was doing this before, like, solo, I just... There are times when I just stopped and... Had to just sit there and stare for 30 minutes before I hit like record again. Anyway, <laughs> we've come a long way. So me and Sandy both got haircuts, by the way. Sandy's not the only one who got a haircut. Hello. You see this? Yeah. Yours looks great, too. It's very, very clean. Very. Look at that. Joey did it. Looks great. Hi, everyone. Welcome to a podcast about um, news, news papras. We're going to start. We're having some technical difficulties. We are thankfully technically proficient enough where we maybe figured it out. So fingers crossed. Uh, let's start with a dream date because I have a dream date for you. Wow. Okay. This is from the Detroit Free Press in Detroit, Michigan. This is from June 6th, 2003. Okay. Okay. Piggly wiggly, giggly jiggly. <laughs> g- <laughs> this keeps going. Okay. <laughs> Piggly wiggly, jiggle. Oh my god, I can't even do it anymore. Giggly jiggly, gay white man, 42, 350 pounds, gentle and huggly, cuddly and snuggly, <laughs> seeks white man. All manly, bold, dominant, and randy. Make me squeal. Ew, 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 <laughs> ew, ew, ew. Okay, I'm not ewing like this person's physical characteristics. Ew at the fact that he's like signaling <laughs> out that he wants a white man. Like, it's a little eh. And then on top of that, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I... <laughs> the, the squeal. I yeah. make me squeal. I, I, I'm not, you can say it. You can say that you don't want that to go on a date with someone who says, make me squeal. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I think that's fair. I I would be put off by that. Yeah. Believe it or not. Yeah, Zandy's the squealer in his relationships. (laughs) (laughs) I am always, yeah, that's true. Zandy's the giggly, wiggly, piggly. And don't forget jiggly. I'm jiggly, I'm jiggly and I squeal a lot. Are you, hu- hu- what is it? Hug- huggle, woggle? Huggly, cuddly. snuggly. Huggly, cuddly, and snuggly. I am. I'd like to think I am. Um, I also have like a, a like a little corkscrew tail. Nice. Yeah. Speaking of corkscrew no tails, no did you see Poncha's little corkscrew tail in the corner? No, I He's... can't see him. 
digging into my bed right now. Oh, there he goes. This is what he does. He tries to dig. Yeah. He's like, get me out of here. He's trying to dig his way back to hell where he came from. Trying to... <laughs> he digs with so much ferocity. It looks like some good exercise. It's like a little treadmill. He's just... <laughs> he does half of his legs. He like I think in his mind he he genuinely like believes that he dug a hole to lay in, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Good for yeah. him. I think he deserves to feel that way or think that way. Okay, so I have a dream date for you. Please. I picked it out two weeks ago when I took that cute picture that I put on our Instagram of us with our crazy hair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you cut off all your hair, and I forgot. So this is not mm-hmm. as relevant as it was before. Okay. Heavy metal rocker wants long-haired rocker and serious relationship. I love it. Yeah, uh, they. I'm, I don't fit them anymore. Give me like a year. Are you a rocker? It'll, oh, I'm a party rocker. Sorry for party rocking. Party rocking. Oh, you're also an uncle. Am. I am an uncle. Okay, that's all. I just wanted to acknowledge that. Congrats. Thank you. No, it's very exciting. Very exciting times. And it's funny because with Beach Juice Sandy, we had recorded so many ahead of time that we haven't recorded any post-birth. So, yeah, this is the first time. Like, I had to stream and it was the same day my sister announced it. So, obviously, I knew beforehand, but I didn't know she was announcing it that day. So, I streamed the same day that she announced it and the chat was like, ah! And I was like, yep. (laughs) I was thinking that that, um, like the within a couple days of your sister giving birth mm-hmm. uh beach to sandy and and that's why we drank both released episodes and our show which christine isn't on was like yeah we're really we have a lot going on <laughs> yeah that's very true things. we're not just like lottie dog giving birth we have a lot of <laughs> other important things going on okay i had to walk my dog <laughs> Yeah, she was recording episodes right up until like a few days before. Not for for and that's why we drink. So um yeah, they've been doing a lot of uh prep work to so that she won't have to record for a while. Um Yeah, that's good. That's I think good. Beach to Sandy, we have another month or so or I think until the end of this month. I don't know. So Fun. it's a weird feeling coming and then we'll come back and it'll be a month after the birth and we'll be talking about it for the first time. Yeah, and you're gonna get have a bunch of emails, and you're gonna be like, "What is this email from? I have no idea what I was saying." Like, mm, that's yeah. so true. Anyway, congrats on being an uncle. You cut off your hair so you can't be like a creepy uncle, but I feel like if you grow a mustache and grow the mullet back and giggle like, <laughs> then you can really be like a creepy uncle. Yeah, I she actually got to see me. With the long hair, and I chopped it all off the next day. Not actually see me, uh, perceive a shape in front of her because I, she can't actually like see me, see me. But I was a, a a a weird form in front of her with long hair, and then the next day I had didn't I lost all the hair. But yeah, I'll be plenty creepy. Don't worry. All right. In, in like in like the lovable in ways. a non problematic way. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Do you have a textual encounter for me? <laughs> I do. And that that I just realized. Sorry, this is a weird side note, but creepy, but not in a problematic way is exactly how I would describe myself on TikTok. 
That's exactly yeah. what I am. I've seen yeah. your talk. That fits I me. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. sorry. I just thought of that. Try to be more active on there. How's your TikTok going? Creepy. I deleted. Oh, it's I, going. I commented something on one of your TikToks a long time ago, and then mm-hmm. I logged back on, and like four people liked it, and I deleted the comment because I was I I don't want to be found. I'm sorry, oh, listeners. No. My TikTok and my Twitter are just ship posting. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's funny. Uh huh. Sorry, guys. You I'm like hiding. deleted it. I just deleted my comment. comment. I think I said something I know. like, "Wow, mean. yeah, that really that's how that's me. how I'm they knew because my name's not in it. They were probably like, <laughs> who's bullying Zandy? Oh, Liz. It's probably Liz. Um, anyway, yes, I do have a textual encounter, though, for you. Uh, this is uh, from the Los Angeles Craigslist mis- uh, misconnections. Are you the tall man in the hat with long white hair at 365 Market? Sunday morning, just before noon, you saw me on my way in. I saw you standing in line. And on your way out, you saw me in my car, and I waited. I thought you were going to come over and say hi, but you didn't. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's it? That's it. <laughs> that is a bizarre way to end. Right? They just seemed disappointed at the end. They, there was no real ask. They didn't I say... I was going to be like, yeah, come, you know. Yeah, there needs to be a call to action. Yeah, call, yes. <laughs> Instead, yes, they're just like... marketing insight, please. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm going to do a whole segment where I just analyze like how to write a, a personal ad using my marketing insight. You need a direct call to action. Should have said... <laughs> And end it with a a statement asking people to Mm -hmm. do something. By the way, I would have appreciated it if you did come to my car. Give me your number and I'll tell you where my car is and you can come to my car. Beautiful. Yeah, you should should do this. I mean, what is is dating if not marketing yourself? You know what I mean? For sure. 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 I'd throw out more marketing buzzwords, but I don't know them. Synergy. Uh, synergy. Um, <laughs> brand. Uh, on brand. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, well, you should you should start a firm. It's similar to how they used to have those. And I've so we've talked about them, or I, I don't know, about how they have uh, companies whose job it was to write your personal ads in the newspaper for you. So you'd write them and tell them about yourself, and then they'd craft uh, a wonderful message for the newspaper. You should do that, but for Craigslist misconnections. I wanted to do, like, I wanted to make, like, a dating service, but I feel like I want to do that in the same way I want to, like, start a cult in that, like, I don't think it's (laughs) super ethical, but Mm. I still want to. Yeah. That's one of those things where, yeah, you just got to, go big and just throw all the ethics out the window and just say, you know what, I'm going to do it my way and I'm going to yeah. ruin people's lives, but it'll be worth it. Um, I found something in a newspaper from like way Good. That's back what, when. That's what we do. Way oh, really? back when. Yeah, way back when. <laughs> way back when. It's from 1904. <gasps> and I just wanted to share it with you. Uh, heads up, this contains like just brief violence against cats. It's from East Orange, New Jersey, February 6th, 1904. 
A New York businessman who lives in East Orange and is something of a pigeon fancier recently lost several... Wait, 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 wait. I mean, a pigeon fancier. What does that mean? I think like racing like pigeons. Enjoy... Oh. Or like messenger they... pigeons or something. My first thought was they just, they, they enjoy the company of a pigeon. No, I knew this dude have... in Boston who like had pigeon. He would like walk around with like two pigeons and he was like, these are purebred racing pigeons. I think it was like that. Yikes. Okay. Why yikes, Sandy? Because it's exploiting Hater. an animal. Hate Yeah, I, I do hate on that. <laughs> I hate it so much. <laughs> okay. Well, don't worry. Those pigeons don't stick around for long. A New York businessman <laughs> who lives in East Orange <laughs> is something of a pigeon and is something of a pigeon fancier recently lost several of his finest birds through the depredations of vagrant cats. Are you happy now? They've been mauled by cats. That's what Sandy wanted all along. He's not <laughs> gassing moles in his front yard. He's <laughs> sicking cats on pigeons. A few days ago, the losses became so heavy that he armed himself with a gun and lay in ambush one afternoon when he returned from the city. After a wait, he saw a lean cat emerge from the coat with one of his finest pigeons in its mouth. He fired, and the cat fell dead. In the early transports of his joy at having destroyed the thief, he forgot that there was yet a task for him to perform, but soon recollected that the body must be disposed of. First, he thought of digging a hole in the backyard and interring the cat therein. But then he trembled when he thought what the neighbors might think he was burying. At last, a bright idea struck him. I just want to pause for a minute and say that... Okay, please. If you... If your first thought when you're like, oh, I need to bury this cat that's died, is like, Mm -hmm. oh, my neighbors will probably think I murdered someone, (laughs) you... 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 You should bake your neighbors a pie. Like what? Mm. What are you? Get on their. What yeah, vibes get on their good are you side. Giving out right now. What do you remember? Hey Arnold, that uh, the bird man and the yeah, the pigeon man. Yeah, that yeah. Made me th- that's cry. that's the vibe I'm getting here. Um, except maybe not misunderstood. This guy here sounds like he's very much understood by his neighbors in a negative way. And it, it, it fits, you know, it's, it's, it's not like the Birdman and Arnold, Hey Arnold, who uh, is misunderstood. Oh, this guy is, I know. this guy's understood. shooting cats and being like, my neighbors will probably assume I murdered a human. So my exploited pigeons are getting eaten by cats. Let me kill some cats too. Now this is great. All right. Allow me to continue. I'll wrap the cat in papers and throw it off the ferry boat when I cross in the morning, he promised himself. So, with the bundle neatly tied, he took the train on the f- he took the train on the following morning. He got off the train and boarded the boat, and there he was greeted by a group of friends from whom he could not escape. He reflected that he might have to make embarrassing explanations if he threw the bundle overboard while he was with them. And he deferred the act until the boat landed, thinking he could easily cast it away in an ash barrel on the way to the office. I think ash barrel is like trash barrel. Is it? A, is it just uh, probably for cigarettes mainly? Yeah. No ash barrel. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe not. I... Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Sorry. There's an article called "Ash Barrels, New York City." Um. It was where people dumped the ashes from their furnaces 
as well as oh. rotting food and household refuse. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Oh, my God. And very sadly, infants, too. <gasps> and <gasps> apparently, dead cats. This is... All right. But yeah, so there's someone's job... coming at you. Someone's job was literally to dump these uh, into like vehicles and then into a horse-drawn cart and then dump them. There's this place called the Valley of Ashes in Queens, New York. Um, it was like a just a dump of ash and Cute. all these other things people would throw in there. Anyway. Only in New York, money. am I right? Okay. <laughs> he passed several ash barrels on his way, but somehow or other, someone always seemed to be gazing in his direction when he approached one, and once or twice he saw a watchful policeman. He recalled how unpleasant discoveries had been made in ash barrels, and he didn't want to be arrested on suspicion. Again, like he must be a very shady looking guy. Although with what yeah. you said about what people dump in ash barrels, maybe not. Also sounds very anxious to me. I So I feel like this would be me in this case, but not with a dead cat. Yeah. I, I feel like I this is something where if if it were anything else that I'm I'm like, oh, gosh, I want to recycle this, but I don't want any. But like there are only normal trash cans around here. Uh, I'm going to feel bad like that kind of anxiety. But probably mag magnified because you're lugging a dead cat around this is very like out damned spot like he just like can't mm. he's like mm. everyone's watching me everybody everybody knows what i did <laughs> no no it's um the heartbeat under the under the floorboards the telltale heart at Telltale heart yeah yeah, yeah yeah the telltale cat so he went all the way to the office and carefully locked the body in a closet, reflecting he could throw it overboard on his way home. Going across the river that night, he met some more sociable acquaintances, and the cat boarded the train with him as a result. He laid the package down beside him and tried to become absorbed in his paper, but that everlasting cat haunted him. When he reached his station, he picked up a package and went home. Reaching there, he handed the bundle to the cook and, as indifferently as he could, told her to bury the cat in the backyard. Yes, sir, said the woman. There were a few minutes of relief for the East Orangeite, but soon the cook reappeared. I guess there's some mistake, sir. There isn't a cat in the paper. It's a nice leg of mutton. The man had evidently picked up the wrong bundle on leaving the train, and he only hopes mm. the other fellow who reached home with the dead cat doesn't learn his identity. To which I would say, then don't write about it in the fucking newspaper. Yeah, wait, what? How did that get in the news to begin with? Was this was this a story? Was this a story written by or uh, spoken? Uh, it's nineteen oh four. So, was this a story told by a? Uh, local psychic who was Heard on their way friend. to on their way to the west, and yeah, <laughs> a psychic found this story from another psychic friend who was traveling through the the U.S. <laughs> who had come from Europe who had heard this story. Well, it is oh it's it's God. in the New York Times, but it takes place in New Jersey. So mm, I feel like if it's good. out of state for the newspaper, they can say whatever the hell they want. <laughs> the, the rules York of the Times, day, the laws back then. It's like the early 1900s newspapers are either like Zandy Schaefer, who lives at 1234 apartment 665, zip code this, full legal name this, home between the hours of 8 and 7 p.m. Like, it's like so much information. And then when it's out yep. of state, they're like, this lady whose name I'm withholding. 
because she does not exist. Heard from a friend. Yeah, so that's so true. That's so weird. Maybe because this one's all made up. <laughs> that could be it. Dun dun dun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I I love I love I love the way they reported quote unquote news. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, I have something. I also have something from way back when. Okay. This is from September seventeenth, nineteen ten. This is from the Greenville Morning Herald in Greenville, Texas. And this is just, just kind of what it showed, what, what, what life was like back then. It's very, very short. The temperature. The government thermometer registered 95 degrees yesterday. And that's it. <laughs> the government thermometer. The it's government so... has the only thermometer. <laughs> It's just so strange. It's like, by the way, yesterday, remember how that felt? Yep, that was 95. Just so oh, you yeah, know. Oh, yeah, it's so weird. That's the past weather, not yeah, even the Yeah, it's not even a weather. forecast, which I guess 1910 weather forecasting was not as accurate as it is now, but um, which it's is the understatement cast. of the century. But the fact that they reported what the temperature was the day before was is just so funny to me. I love it. Yeah, me too. I, I mean, hey, I bet there's some people who are sitting at home thinking, huh, I wonder how hot it is today. And the next day they open the newspaper and they say, huh, that was 95 degrees yesterday. And then maybe it just repeats every single day. I don't know. Maybe, perhaps, perhaps. I love it. What happens now? What happens now? Oh, in our podcast? Yeah. Or you, I thought you meant the temperature. The temperature. Um, <laughs> what happened? I love what what was the weather yesterday for us? Different, from, <laughs> different for us probably. I'm gonna check the government thermometer, which is that giant one on Route 66. Okay, have you seen that? Yeah, seen I that actually one? did, and I I saw it like two or three days after listening to the Beach to Sandy episode about like world's largest things, and I was like, yeah. what the? F-? I was driving back from Vegas. And I was like, "Hey, uh, I know that thermometer." Yeah, that's it's a it's a funny one. It's a funny one. So we're gonna do something new for the month of October, and I'm going to read something a little bit spooky at the end of mm-hmm. our episodes. Ooh, do that again, but spookier. Ooh. Oh, I don't know why that is gave that, me like sh- goosebumps. Is that good? Like in a like, as in it worked? As in I what I was going for? Yes. Oh, cool! Cool. I thought you meant like just because it was just so bad and gross. Okay. No, but can you clip that and make it a sound effect and use that every episode <laughs> when we do our spooky thing? I'll try. Okay. I'll try my best. Well, I'm going to tell you about December 20th, 1878. The issue. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Just you think I don't know about December 20th, 1878? Tell me about it then if you're so It's smart. my favorite date ever. Okay. So what happened in the New York um, Times specifically? Wedged between oh, letters the New- to the editor and an item on New Jersey railroads. Um, well, there was a, oh, oh man, it was so spooky. I don't know if I have the heart to talk about it. I'll talk about it then. Thank God. 
The residents of 136 Clinton Avenue, unable to explain weeks of strange sounds that visited their homes at night, became convinced it was the work of mischievous spirits. Eventually, they called the ghosts who were, quote, determined to capture the ghost and treat it to a night's lodging in a police cell, the Times reported. They they called the ghosts? No, they called the police. Did I say called the ghosts? Oh, they called. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, uh oh, it's a ghost on ghost war happening. Oh my gosh, no, it's police versus ghosts, which sounds like a movie uh, I would watch, to be honest. I, I, I'd root for the ghosts. Yeah, of course, a cab, but also a <laughs> gab. So <laughs> all ghosts are booky. Booky. <laughs> i don't know where that came from (laughs) uh quote determined to capture the ghost and treat it to a night's lodging in a police cell but even the officers were left mystified get it together you know and that's your bookie bookie loved it it. that was a bookie boy um i like that i like that they're reporting on ghosts in the 19th century it's just so fun and and that that they take it so seriously. Like when you yeah. read stuff from from back in the day, they're like, the police captain made a statement at a press conference yesterday, stating that he is taking <laughs> this ghost matter very seriously, and the ghost will be apprehended and put in a ghost proof cell. It's like okay, it, it's it's kind of like those memes about uh, about medicine in the past, <laughs> and how they'd go and say, oh, yep. You got ghosts in your blood. Yeah. Sorry. Let's we're throw some leeches to... on you and move on. Yeah. And they're like, we're just going to take all your blood. Just get it out of there. I don't think you need it. I'm a doctor. So. Yeah, and everyone's like, wow, thanks, doc. Here's a thousand shillings or whatever. A woman would um, be like, I have a fever and I'm vomiting. And they'd be like, she's hysterical, isn't she? <laughs> oh, a lot of words coming out of her mouth. Sounds like hysteria. Let's give her just a sedative. Just put her right to sleep. <laughs> Throw her in a cell. <laughs> um, no, that's for with, ghosts. With all the ghosts. With all oh, the ghosts. okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I would get hysterical if somebody threw me in a... Yeah. Okay. Anyway. I mean, a cop back then, like... Yep, we're gonna we're taking these goals so seriously. Don't worry, everyone's like, yay, yay for our law enforcement. Yep, thank goodness. Man. Where would we be without them? <laughs> Let's just actually defund the police. Only leave funding for Ghost Patrol, headed by uh, Zach Baggins. He's gonna be the. I don't I, trust I, him with a gun. I I bet if 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 trump had won another four years you'd, you'd see him start this weird ghost patrol my brain is Zach like sh- short circuiting oh yeah yeah <laughs> the space force and ghost force yep. exactly ghost force that'd be good that'd i be would good. hate that um for many reasons but uh i guess someone's got to do it you know someone's got to do it not all heroes wear capes some heroes wear really baggy jeans and like doesn't he wear fedoras at one point i don't know sandy i'm not your sister okay this isn't beach too sandy stop (laughs) expecting me to be you know i'm just liz i'm just a girl in the world (laughs) in a ghostless world baggins how sad 
We don't live in a Bagginsless world. There is a Baggins in our world right now, walking okay. around, breathing, burping, not, farting, not, eating, not loving, in your, laughing. Not in your little bubble. He is doing all those things probably all at once. <laughs> you don't know what I'm. You don't know what I do when I'm off the air. Okay, you see oh, me for true. an hour a week, and you think that I'm not taking Zach Baggins to Bone Town. You don't know me. <laughs> you know what? I don't know 100% that that's not the case, but I would bet quite a bit of money that that's not happening. Well, well, well. And I, but I don't want proof. I don't want proof that it's happening. So I guess I'll never find out either way. Just check your you email. You could tell me you have proof. This. No, I'm no, no, no. I'll see no. a video I'm blocking you. It's no. Three minutes long. <laughs> it's called <laughs> spooky <laughs> spooky seduction hey do you think that there's like a ghost adventures like rule is it rule 64 what's the one like where if it exists there's a porn of it uh, rule isn't it 30 something rule 30 okay when I did rule porn rule internet <laughs> There are no rules of porn. Rule 34 is an internet maxim which asserts that internet p- pornography exists concerning every conceivable topic. So yeah, Zach Baggins porn. I, of course, if someone drew Zach Baggins without pants. Zach Baggins porn. I'm doing this. I'm typing I'm doing this it in. too. Oh. There are videos. I'm going to hit images. <laughs> okay, I guess like Zach Baggins lookalikes. Oh, people photoshopping. This is a lot of lot of pornography. Oh. Okay, I moved away from that. Um, yeah, I, you wouldn't like it either. So get away from there. No, um, I'm 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 on the I'm on the videos. You're in, you're in, you're on the videos. I'm like you're in the them. I'm in. <laughs> I told you check your email. I'm oh, giving you no. access. Oh no. Spooky (laughs) spooky seduction. Okay. Well, you know what, guys? We're devolving fast. So I am done with this episode. (laughs) I think everybody is. Thanks for thank thanks. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. you. Um, if you like this, (laughs) then thank you. Thank you. Don't ask the other thing about <laughs> We're on not social liking this because we don't want to hear from those people. We're on social media at Human Seeking Pod. We have lit posts and you should check us out. And it's you can so email swag. us at humanseekinghuman at gmail.com. Don't send us Ghost Adventures porn. We are fully capable of finding it on our own. Thank you very much. <laughs> You can uh, follow Liz's TikTok uh, no. where she posts <laughs> no, Zach Baggins ed- edits. <laughs> the, um, the censored add, for TikTok's rules. At Zachy at Zachy Daddy uh, thirty four. Nope. Yes. So go find that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and uh, oh, we'll talk to you soon. Oh, you have something else? Well. I was just going to say, if you really like love us and want to 
tickle our taint, you can give us five stars on the <laughs> app store. On the- <laughs> I thought you were going to say give us five bucks. I was like, no, I'm, that's my price is much higher than five dollars. No, give us five dollars a month and you'll get the Halloween episode. Not, but no access to our taints. Well, we got to make that. I, you mine. don't know what happens with our bonus content. <laughs> there might be a little taint, a little peak, a taint peak. Who knows who's taint? We'll play guess who's <laughs> Who knows taint. Who's, we don't even know whose it is. <laughs> we'll play guess who's taint. It's me, Zandies, or Bag Zaggins. <laughs> there was a point in this episode where I thought it couldn't get any worse. <laughs> I was so naive two minutes ago. So naive. It can always get worse, Andy. Well, tickle our <laughs> Thanks, taints. $5. Join us. We'll talk to you next time. <laughs> Until then. Bye.